As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to this week's episode of the Earth Keepers podcast. We're going to be talking all about sound as a healing modality today, ahead of the special live event I'm hosting tomorrow. So if you're listening to this podcast in live time, that is either Tuesday, May 25th, or Wednesday, May 26th, this is your last call to join me tomorrow for this event called Toning with the Earth's Grids. If you're not registered yet, I really hope you'll join me. There's power in numbers and our collective energy will be amplified when we gather to work together. I've been using toning to do healing work with the earth for the past few years, and it's exactly what it sounds like, singing a tone out loud while using your intention to direct it. But it's only been in the last six months or so that I've seen how powerful this simple tool of our voice really is. And the cool thing is that when we share our frequency in this way, it's returned to us, amplified. So you can imagine the amazing healing work that can occur for both us and the earth when we gather together to do this simultaneously. I know this community can make a big impact, and I can't wait for us to experience the energy we cultivate collectively. I shared on my Instagram stories last week about all the different spring flowers and orchids that have appeared on our property, either for the first time ever this year or in much greater numbers than I've seen before. And I know that it's a result of the healing energy work I've been doing through toning. We have five acres of land split up into three distinct sections, and as these flowers have been popping up, I've been wandering around looking to see where else they might be, but I'm only finding them in one general area, the area that I go to tone in. So yeah, it's not a coincidence. It's a physical manifestation of healing energy. Because through sound, a portal is opened where perfect alignment can occur. And sure enough, native wildflowers that disappeared decades ago when this area was logged and then replanted with a monoculture of Douglas fir trees are suddenly reappearing. Pretty incredible, right? And it's so easy. I know once you understand the mechanics, you're going to want to tone to everything in your neighborhood trees, plants, crystals, and the earth itself. So here's what we'll be talking about during the event tomorrow. The first part will be dedicated to learning a little bit more about toning, and I'll share more about why it's so transformational for healing work. Then I'll walk you through finding your own unique tone. We all have one, and you don't have to be able to carry a tune or have a good singing voice. In fact, you can just hum it until you get comfortable with it. 
And then I'll share a bit about working with the frequency of divine love to remove distortions and override anything that doesn't vibrate with that frequency. After that, we'll jump right in and I'll lead us through a session of toning with the Earth's grids. So if you haven't signed up yet, there is a link in the show notes to do that. The event is totally free. And when you do sign up, I have another special gift for you just to say thank you. You'll receive a coupon code good for 15% off all my offerings for the rest of the month of May, which is only a few more days now. So if you have your coupon and haven't used it yet, you've got a couple days. You can use your code for as many items as you'd like, including the Earth Tenders Academy, property readings, the ebook on working with portals, or the healing session with a Bigfoot elder. And extra special, I pulled two things out of the archives that aren't typically available in my shop. Earth Speaks, which is a four-week guided journey to work with a sacred place in nature of your choosing, and Awakening Your Connection, a three-video workshop that will guide you through meeting one of your spirit guides, practice using your third eye for envisioning intuitive information, and experience connecting with the energy of the earth itself to send and receive healing energy. So be sure to sign up for the event to get your 15% off coupon. Okay, on to this week's topic. I thought it might be useful to talk more about using sound as a healing method when working with the earth. I mean, it works on humans too, as you probably know, but I don't want you to limit yourself to the idea that humans are the only ones that sound can have a profound healing effect on. We'll talk more specifically about toning during tomorrow's event, but let's talk today about sound in a broader context, because sound helps to reorganize the molecules in the air, the water, and the earth. Why? Because our entire universe is actually made of sound. In 2013, a NASA space telescope was able to pick up sounds of the ancient universe. And these sounds showed that right before there were stars and galaxies, our universe was made up of a mixture of electrons, protons, and light. Shockwaves shook up this mixture and bang! the universe was created. That means there was sound before there was matter. But what's interesting is that it echoes what religions have been saying for years. In the Old Testament, God created through his words when he said, let there be light. The Gospel of John says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The creation story of the Hopi tribe says that Spider Woman sang and then wove the world into being. Even in Egyptian literature, the creator God pronounced the names of everything. I think we're so busy focusing on the power of God in these stories that we tend to miss what's actually being said. That the universe was created through sound. And it didn't stop being created on that one eventful day. Creation continues every second of every day through sound. And I don't want to get off track here, but 
I can't help but notice that we've collectively spent decades arguing over creationism versus science. And as it turns out, both sides are correct. They're saying the same thing in different ways. And this is what I mean when I talk about not getting too attached to one specific idea being more true than another one. Sometimes what seems like opposing ideas can actually both be true. Anyhow, sound is the fabric of our entire existence. And if you want to see it for yourself, go online and watch a cymatics video. I'll link to one in the show notes. But cymatics experiments take sound and vibration and make them visible. In these experiments, sand is poured onto a metal plate, which is then vibrated with sound at a variety of frequencies. The sand responds by organizing itself into the most beautiful geometric patterns, a different one for each frequency. And when we can see sound, we suddenly realize that all molecules respond to vibration and frequency in this way including the molecules in our physical body, or in a tree, or in a plant, or a crystal, or even the earth itself. The entire universe is made up of music responding to the music around it. No wonder we can have such deep, visceral responses to a beautiful song, or to a car alarm. Each specific frequency is rearranging the molecules in our body. So, Let's talk about specific frequencies, which are typically measured as hertz. Sound is a traveling wave, going up and down, either faster or slower. One hertz is one wave cycle per second. So the higher the hertz number, the faster the wave is moving or vibrating. Now, Specific frequencies will interact with the molecules in your body to help with specific types of healing. If you've ever had a sound healing session or been to a sound bath meditation, this is likely what the practitioner is doing, depending on your personal needs or the energy of the group. There are six main frequencies for healing. 396 hertz assists with liberating guilt and fear. 417 hertz helps us undo situations and facilitate change. 528 hertz is related to transformation and miracles as well as DNA repair. It's also the natural sound of the earth. 639 hertz is for connecting and relationships. 741 hertz relates to expression and solutions. And 852 hertz helps in returning to spiritual order. Now, don't worry about memorizing this all. You're going to realize you're already familiar with all of these frequencies and likely memorize them as a child in just a moment. You also might already be familiar with solfeggio frequencies. These six frequencies are the ones that have been used for thousands of years, dating back to Gregorian chants. They're from a hymn traced back to John the Baptist, wherein the first six lines of the music aligned with the first six notes on a musical scale, each line beginning one note higher than the line before it. And hang with me here on the technical details, because this is super interesting. Because when we fast forward to the 1970s, 
Dr. Joseph Paleo, a physician and herbalist, found six electromagnetic sound frequencies that corresponded to the syllables from the hymn to St. John the Baptist. He was shown in a vision a method of numerical reduction that he used to find a pattern of repeating codes in the book of Numbers in the Bible. I'll spare you the long explanation, except to say that this method is the same way that numerology works, where you add the multiple digits of a number together to get another number, and then add those numbers together again until you ultimately get down to a one-digit number. Dr. Puleo found repetitions of a single subject in the book of Numbers. In chapter 7, verse 12, he found a reference to the first day. The second day was mentioned in verse 18, the third day in verse 24, and so forth, until the final reference in verse 78, which is speaking of the twelfth day. Verse 12 is 1 plus 2, which equals 3. Verse 18 is 1 plus 8, which equals 9. And verse 24 is 2 plus 4, which equals 6. 3, 9, 6, or 396 hertz, the first note on the Solfeggio frequency scale. Now, you might say this is a coincidence, except that the pattern continues throughout the book of Numbers. The next pattern is found in verse 13, which equals 4, 19, which equals 1, and 25, which equals 7, 4, 1, 7. 417 hertz is the next note on the scale. And this continues for all six notes. I mean, you cannot make this stuff up. And if you go back a few episodes to the ancient secrets of the Earth's energy lines, it's no surprise that the secrets of the universe were being hidden right in plain sight for anyone to see, so long as you understood the language that was being spoken. Furthermore, each of these frequencies has a tone. They correlate to the syllables in the first stanza of the hymn from St. John the Baptist. And if you excuse my imperfect pitch, I will sing them to you, and you'll realize you've known them all along. Do, re, mi, fa, sol, la, ti, do. Yep, if you've taken so much as one music class in your life, or ever watched The Sound of Music, you know this basic musical scale. Of course, the original hymn was written in Latin, but the translation seems to be that our voice opens up a channel of communication with God, source, all that is. Or as I said earlier, our voice can open a portal in which perfect alignment can occur. Now, what's even more interesting is that each of these numerical frequencies also reduces down to a 3, 6, or 9. 396 hertz reduces to 9, 417 hertz reduces to 3, 528 hertz reduces to 6, and so on. And I can't help but remember Nikola Tesla's famous quote, If you only knew the magnificence of the 3, 6, and 9, then you would hold the keys to the universe. And that key happens to be in the basic musical scale, as it turns out. Also, do you think Tesla was giving us a wink and a smile by using the word keys in his quote, a direct reference to music? 
I'm going to go with probably. Anyhow, I'll add a link to the show notes that explains this in greater detail if you really want to geek out on the solfeggio frequencies. Now, when it comes to using sound for healing, there are so many instruments you can work with. Singing bowls, gongs, chimes, rattles, and more. They each have a different purpose. For instance, shaking a rattle helps to break up stuck energy. So if you have a pattern or a block around a change you'd like to make in your life, you can start by rattling to dislodge and break up that stuck piece of energy and then work with the frequency of 417 hertz, which assists in facilitating change. Make sense? But the absolute simplest sound healing tool we have that costs us zero dollars and zero cents, and we're never without, is our voice. And you can start using your voice for healing work with simple commands. You can begin by saying the words, I command, along with what you wish to be so. Or you can just speak forcefully with your intent. A few months ago, a random earthbound spirit came into my house and pushed something off my fireplace mantle. And in addition to calling on my guardian spirits to assist, I said out loud, we don't do that here. Get out of my house. And I meant it. And it was gone. That's how powerful your voice is. And let's be honest. It's why our voices have been silenced, muted, mocked, and downplayed for thousands of years. Because we can create new realities by speaking them into existence. And there's always been plenty of people who don't want us to realize that it's possible. I mean, it continues today with online censorship. So long as we're in line with the approved messaging of the powers that be, then we can use our voices all we want. But if it doesn't fit the narrative, it's silenced. So yeah, we are healing lifetimes of abuse to our voices, and it can feel a little scary sometimes which is why practicing this healing work by toning in our own homes is so helpful. Nobody else has to hear us or have an opinion about it, and nothing about it is right or wrong, so we can't get caught up in judging whether or not we're doing it right. We can just experience the powerful energy that's generated when we open our mouths and let a sound out. And I promise, the more you do it, the more comfortable you'll be with using your voice in all kinds of ways. Okay, now there's one more sound fundamental I want to cover, and that's the sound of OM. It's often referred to as the sound that sparked creation. How did it do that? Well, you have to go back to the very beginning, before the universe itself existed. In a field of pure consciousness where anything is possible, that consciousness, which you could call God or Source, wanted to experience something, except there was nothing, except itself. So in order for Source to experience itself, it had to go within itself. And that act of movement or going within creates friction, and friction creates sound. So that original sound is said to be home. And as that first vibration echoed out and began to manifest, the sound carried all that is within it. Therefore, OM contains all matter, energy, and thoughts. In fact, it's where the word Amen comes from, because 
OM isn't actually O-M. It's A-U-M. So Amen, as you've probably heard it sung, is Amen. In Arabic, it's Amin, A-M-I-N. The Tibetans say Hum. And these three letters, A-U-M, represent the three vibrations needed for creation. Every manifestation is first created, then maintained for some period of time, and then destroyed. So, ah represents the generating force needed to bring something into being. O represents the organizing force that preserves the creation. And M represents the distributing force that dissolves the manifestation back into spirit. And what do you get when you put these three forces together? A trinity of generating, organizing, distributing forces. G-O-D. Yep, there it is again. We are made of sound. Everything in the universe is made of sound. And you won't even believe what we can do when we work intentionally with sound. So, I hope you'll be joining us to experience it tomorrow. If you can't join us live, be sure to register anyway so that you'll get the replay via email. As you know, time isn't linear, so you can experience the magic whenever you tune in to participate. But for the sake of fun, I would love to have as many of us as possible on the Zoom call live. So don't forget to set a reminder on your calendar. There is a link in the show notes to sign up. And I can't wait to see your faces tomorrow at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. All you need to bring is your voice and your heart. I'll see you there. Thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.